internet. This is a good episode. We're off to a great start. Welcome back to Dinner for Breakfast. We're all back after the holiday. Uh, you know, we had a good uh sober October, and then you know it's it's November now, so we can we can drink again and have fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> the joy has returned to my life. Yes. Um everything is good now. Yeah, it's good stuff. No, what a what a beautiful month. And honestly, the one thing that I really only want to talk about today that I have on my mind was the perfect way to bring in the no- November, and that is going to Fuku de Chao. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, it was quite an know, experience. I don't, about we, <laughs> now, I don't know how you guys felt about it, what but that me personally, is for, was for so those who don't know. Yeah, so Fuku de Chao is this Brazilian steakhouse rest- restaurant where you basically just sit down, flip over this, I don't know, cardboard card that says yes or no on it. And uh, and they just bring meat to you endlessly. And it was <laughs> it was a dream. It was a dream. It was great. It's, a, yeah. it's called a churrasco. A churrasco. That style, that style of dining was called churrasco. Um, but yeah, Damn. usually with all you, in an all-you-can-eat scenario, the quality is like not as good because it's replaced by quantity that was not the case at this restaurant this was like everything was perfect it was such a such a great dining experience yeah i really liked that i thought it was cool you you come down into the restaurant it was like pretty busy when we were there but it got even more packed like once we were already seated but um what we had we had like six people go and mm-hmm. it was kind of nice because since we had like a slightly bigger party, we needed a slightly bigger table that was like not central in the restaurant, but like towards one of the walls. Um, like, so we like it was a little more corner. Yeah, it was a little yeah. more secluded. It wasn't quite as busy. Now in this place, there's like a ton of foot traffic because if you do the just general, well, I think for for most things on the menu, they have this like open kind of salad bar where you can just kind of go up and grab all these different. It was. That was a crazy salad and, and bar, things. though. Yeah. It had, like, um, unlimited smoked salmon and, like, prosciutto and stuff on it. <laughs> so excellent. Yeah, <laughs> I ate a little bit of smoked the, salmon. The, Super uh, cheap and not chorizo just salami. go up there and take all the salmon. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but the chorizo salami was so good. I yeah, that was that the super spicy one. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think it was too spicy, but... Oh. There was, was one that I had that up there good. that was really spicy. It might have been that one. I don't know. There's a lot yeah. of stuff up there, though. Yeah, so there, you start out with this, like, big salad bar, and every, basically everyone in the restaurant's, like, going to it. Because if you do, like, the main experience, or I think it's included with most of, like, the individual entrees. I think you all don't want to do. Yeah, if you don't want to do, like, the regular um, experience where they come around and serve you. Um, everyone goes to that salad bar. So there are, there's already a bunch of people, like, walking up and to and from that. But then you also have all these servers with various chunks of meat, from, like, in different cuts and all this other stuff. Like, they're, <laughs> they're also... Like- Going all around the restaurant. Yeah, they've so got like, like everybody's an walking around of a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, everybody's walking around with this big skewer of meat and a knife in their hand, and they'll like stop at your table and be like, "Oh, would you like some of the tenderloin?" And then they'll cut off a slice, and then you use your little tongs that they give you to hold the thing when they cut it off of the steak, and then you put it on your plate. And there's just like there's probably like a dozen or so different types of meat. Bailey, yeah. did you keep count of all the ones that we had? We must have had no. I didn't keep count because there's. I don't know because there was a couple like repeat offenders. Offenders, uh, <laughs> no, no, they weren't offenders. They no, came back a couple not. times, and I probably said yes both times. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you said no. no it time. was then. 
No, I mean, why would you? It was perfect. <laughs> um, I don't know. What What was your guys' favorite cut of meat? Man, that, like, I don't know if I just got, like, the best, you know, because they're all, like, all, all the meat's cooked, like, yeah, and correctly or whatever, but, like, just based on how, like, that cut comes off, like, you can still get one slice that's, like, slightly more medium or, you know, mm-hmm. rare or you're a little more done than the other pieces. But the piece of top sirloin I had was so good. Didn't you get an end piece? <laughs> it was, like, close to the end, but, it, like, that sure. one was, like, cooked right to the edges, like, medium rare. It, it was perfect. so good, yeah. I got... See, that happened to me in reverse where i got a piece of lamb that was like way overcooked so it was super tough tasted good but it was really tough the ribeye i think was the best um there was this moment where they like brought this ribeye by and bailey and i took a bite of it at the same time and just like looked at each other and like locked (laughs) eyes like holy shit this is incredible (laughs) it was was, so good it was perfect it was perfect and then um I think, man, I'm probably going to have, I really love the sausage. I know Wes wasn't a huge fan of the sausage, but, um, but that pork that honestly, that garlic steak was so good too. Um, but probably that pork tenderloin, surprisingly enough, there was like Parmesan pork or something that was really good. They had like the outside of it was like crispy. Like they fried it. It was so fucking good. Yeah. (laughs) I also really liked the cheese and honey i didn't expect that yeah that was just like a fried piece of i don't do you remember what kind of cheese it was i don't remember what it was something similar to like a like a paneer like the kind of thing where you can fry it hard and like the outside gets brown but it doesn't melt yeah and then they just like drizzle a nice little bit of honey over that it was really good good. kind of like a mozzarella Mm. stick but it was like sweeter (laughs) yeah it was so nice yeah really really excellent caramelized bananas you know i think good. beside if they're if we're taking like if you're taking everything into account i think the cheese and honey surprisingly was my favorite thing that Ooh. came out but mm. it was perfect or the you know what's really good is that bacon that bacon it was like brown sugar <laughs> cracked pepper i didn't, I didn't like that very bacon. much either i thought that was way too sweet I thought it was way well, too much sugar. You know, but... my sweet tooth. Is <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, sense. I mean, like all the meat was really good. Like the the bits of the sides that I had were good. I really like the salad bar. There's a bunch of different stuff there. Um, you were excited about the uh, lemonade there, but from my understanding, it didn't quite yeah. live up to your expectations. <laughs> the the sheer disappointment in his voice. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it was a it was a uh, Brazilian lemonade, or I believe is what they said. Anyways, uh, yeah, for some reason I was thinking it would be I think a little thicker. Maybe is what the really what I was. I didn't think it would be as like I don't know. I don't. I guess I really didn't know what to expect, but it was. Uh, yeah, it just didn't live <laughs> he, up to my expectations. I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, but I'm still disappointed. <laughs> like so we've had this reservation for a while like because it was this is kind of like our celebration of the end of sober october and stuff and like the only thing that he would consistently that like throughout the whole month of october is by he's like man i'm gonna drink like seven of those brazilian lemonades it's gonna be so good (laughs) and and then it was not 
like it was like and i had some you let me try some of it i i thought it was fine i wasn't you know it wasn't knock my socks off amazing but like it was you know yeah. it wasn't like i didn't actively dislike it at all um i didn't i didn't dislike it i think it was just more of like he was he's not dreaming was too expecting. big he was he was yeah. putting up these it was still good high expectations <laughs> it's was, it was still good the one thing i caught me off guard was they had like grounded up limes in it so like oh, there's like yeah. lime, like Get that tang like lime like peel grounded in it and, and like at the oh, bottom it's like all settled yeah and i like took a sip and like my first drink was a chunk like a mouthful <laughs> of that and i was like oh wow and then um but i mean it was creamy maybe i was expecting a little more creamier too or maybe sweeter but yeah. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but overall, I don't know. Yeah, for context, this like this lemonade, I think, is the the difference between like this and like a regular lemonade. I think is what would we say? Sweetened condensed milk is like yeah, added or something to give it more yep. of a a, a kind of creamy, thicker texture. But it's the same yeah. like you know lemon juice and sugar, otherwise water, and mm -hmm. then I think that condensed milk is like the main difference. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I did not try yeah. it. I was too busy with my basil gimlet. Basil gimlet. So this yeah. How was that? We knew that was it was going to happen. It's very basilly. Yeah, we, we called it. We called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did call it. We were looking. Bailey and I were looking at the the menu before we went, and we were looking over the drinks. And I was like, "Oh, and Bailey's like, there's a gimlet." And I was like, "I guarantee Wes gets that. There's there's no way he doesn't." I had get it. to. I love a gimlet. <laughs> it was excellent. Also, it was very very good. Their drinks were um, pretty good. The ones that you know, yeah, the ones I I had, that's I was because happy with. uh, shout out to my boy Henry, who was apparently a bartender there. Had no <laughs> idea when we went. Super weird. I'm like sitting there eating dinner, and I look behind the bar, and I'm like, "Oh, dang, there he is." Um, so that was kind of cool to see him. But uh. Yeah, I mean the the drinks were pretty good. There was the what was the crazy like tropical fruit thing that you got, Bailey? The what the it was, it was like, like their super, super fruit, fruit lemonade, lemonade. Super yeah, fruit. Yeah. Like that, yeah. And I have their. Oh, you're pulling uh, up the menu. That's actually a good idea. I think it was like yeah, an I, acai I, liquor and then like some other, um, some other fixings. Yeah, we got a bunch here, of different juices. Uh, is uh, some acai spirit, Grand Marnier, fresh strawberry blueberry and lemon so mm. it was it was very strong on the alcohol <laughs> side and i was like oh wow it was i kind just of, wasn't i wasn't a big fan yeah james james said it in the car that it was kind of um kind of like a long island yeah like the, yeah. the strength of it came off like you can definitely it, it's spirit forward and i think that's probably because an acai liqueur or whatever it was i don't know if it says like it's an actual spirit or if it's like a liqueur mm -hmm. sometimes it's hard to mm -hmm. tell um but like stuff that's like flavored that's not made from like the traditional stuff oftentimes like it has a kind of unique taste but like the alcohol will punch through it um a lot yeah. of times i found when i've gotten like those kind of like oddball spirits um mm -hmm. so i think that's why it was it's like i don't think it was like an insanely strong drink necessarily no, but i think it just the, the alcohol masked. was very forward in it um yeah. so i liked it i drank it because bailey didn't want yeah. to finish it <laughs> <laughs> i did not drink it um i had like a sip of it and it was okay yeah what was the uh, what was the second one you got was oh that was the uh the caramelized pineapple old-fashioned that's what that one i wish was more that was surprisingly like 
An old fashioned is fairly spirit forward, and that True. was like just pineapple juice. It was from very pineapple Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it had like a back note, like caramely bourbony kind of thing going on. It certainly wasn't like bad or anything. I was just no, expecting was right. was the right. bourbon to be a little more present. Um, I was... think they said they use whistle pig in that too. Mm -hmm. And they I haven't had whistle pig in a long time or super frequently, but like I think that maybe that is better on its own and like it might get lost in a drink like that so maybe that's why it was a little like possible but uh i don't know like the uh, all in all like it was really good oh we got <laughs> well we you know they have other people on the floor uh without uh cuts of meat and some guy came by and he's like hey do you guys want uh oh. what was it uh <laughs> it was a mango tequila mango, shot yeah mango tequila shot and we're like hell yeah send those over and then like as he's basically setting the first one down the table he's like by the way this is not included in the experience just so you know and we're like all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of too late to say no at that point but that was good too it was it like those were good it was also a yeah, large shot it wasn't in no, a shot didn't. glass it was in a rocks glass so they're like here you go and you're yeah, like, it was like a, it was a two sipper shot. <laughs> it was a two sipper yeah. but it was like it was like tequila which i'm usually not a huge fan of um tequila. and like super filtered mango puree like it was tasted like a mango like it had that thickness to it i didn't like the tequila didn't even register when i took no, it like it, it barely tasted like mango <laughs> yeah right it, i think that it was like some sort of mango puree that the, that they had like ran through a cheesecloth or something so that all of the particulate was gone out of it i don't know mm. if they did that or not but um that's kind of what it was like it wasn't bad I thought it was good, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I really liked the experience overall, and our you know servers were good and everything. It was mm -hmm. it was a fun mm -hmm. experience. <laughs> yeah, would do it again. Oh. Um, so we should do it again. Let's pick another fancy restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> another fancy restaurant. Yeah, right. I don't know. All right, we gotta yeah. go get my two hundred dollar yeah, daiquiri. It's not even a restaurant; it's just a bar. <laughs> daiquiri. That's crazy. That's so. It seems like, like it could be good. Come on. Oh, that was they, another. The rum thing. is like forty some years old or something stupid. Yeah, that was another thing they had at Fogo de Chao that I kind of well, I don't wish I would have tried it, but it was nah, interesting that they it. have it. Full they did sense. pours the pours of uh, what is it, Louis the Thirteenth. Remy, uh, like whatever that yeah. soup, it's like a $13,000 bottle or something. Yeah, like a full two ounce shot, it's like $525. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so wild. It's quite oh. ridiculous. We didn't even talk about the dessert. I was literally about was. to say that exact same Ooh. thing, except I was going to not say dessert. 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 You said it in kind of an old timey <laughs> prospector way. Uh, oh, the creme brulee was exceptional creme brulee but is the best dessert ever it Ooh. is but that key lime ah, pie that key lime pie so, oh. pie was so good oh, it was really really tart it was, it i was just really love a key lime pie especially and this place is a perfect example when you have like a real hearty dinner but you're like ah, i got a little room for dessert like a key it's lime pie is like salty. a nice light and like you know it wakes everything up you don't feel like incredibly sluggish after you have a key lime pie no. uh and that really shit don't. was fire the graham no. i say pies are all about the crust dude and that graham cracker graham cracker yeah, crust was... was exceptional yeah it was it was really really nice you know what we should do is travel well i, I guess i guess if we want to make it 
weirdly interesting. We can travel around Michigan, but we can travel all around the country and just find the best key lime pie. And there you go. <laughs> oh, that's probably in the fun. Key West. Oh, it probably we'll is. Start... I've had it before. It was random place that also had wind sailing out the of back. Of course. Well, you were just, you you were still you were having the experience of wind sailing too. So that probably changes the. Well, I did wind sailing before we ate, I believe. Oh. Yeah, there was just some guys and they're like, "Oh, you want to go wind sailing?" We're like, "Yeah." We're like, "Okay." And then they take some pictures and then they send it to you over like <laughs> drop or what was it Dropbox or. Whatever Dropbox? the Microsoft thing is that no one I think uses. It's Dropbox. I'm pretty sure I still have it on what, some is old it, Dropbox wait, is account. OneDrive? OneDrive. I don't know if it was Dropbox <laughs> or OneDrive at that time. Because Dropbox is like an extension of that or something. They're, but, they're yeah. equally useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we went windsowing and then I had, I think, like a Cuban sandwich or something there. And then it oh. was just the best key lime pie. Like super like smack you in the face tart it was oh god i love a cuban sandwich it's god i love a cuban sandwich, sandwich the best sandwich it's a very very good sandwich Ooh. it's uh, it's certainly up there the sandwiches fill too many like sandwiches as a whole you can take There's it too many, many directions so, yeah like my favorite sandwich could vary on like an hourly basis well is the cuban the best version of a, a panini uh, essentially what it I'm, is i'd probably say yeah kind of honestly. i'm a sucker for like one of those like a caprese panini that's got like tomatoes and fresh mozzarella tomatoes are good i'm just surrounded caprese by panini's good. tomato lovers <laughs> it is wait do you not like if tomatoes? you look over i no I've, I've said it before i like they're fine in a a bundle of other things like if someone's like that hamburger or that sandwich has tomato on it i'm not gonna be like no tomato please but like i'm not a, a salt on my tomato and then eat it kind of person okay but a caprese sandwich is a sandwich that has tomatoes on it so <laughs> i yeah, don't but a cuban <laughs> is better <laughs> whoa <laughs> i would say that. is better Okay, pretty authoritative on a subjective issue but fair well, enough i was asked of i was asked for my subjective opinion <laughs> how about a reuben you guys fuck with I, a reuben i absolutely no. fuck with a reuben. uh i only f like it when it has the old uh coleslaw of uh okay i'm into that i like the coleslaw a little non-traditional but i'll yeah. allow it <laughs> like yeah. a cali reuben you're not a yeah. you're not a sauerkraut guy is that what it is no i'm, oh, I'm actually strongly against sauerkraut really, really? strongly yeah i don't I don't know that maybe you like you kimchi, though, right? sauerkraut. I, I know it's just cabbage, fermented cabbage or whatnot, but like kimchi is way better. It like the flavor is all right. Way well, <laughs> it's way different. It's it is pretty different. Well, I'm not trying to be the same thing, though. I would just sauerkraut's pickled and kimchi's fermented. Yeah. I think it's slightly different. OK, that makes sense. But uh, yeah. I, I like I mean, I mean, what's what's a dish with it's just like the sausage and uh kraut together i know it's very polish but is there like yeah, a... just like sausage and sauerkraut <laughs> yeah, i don't know is there a specific I, know, that's like a I don't know i've had it before but that that's like the uh the sausage like cooked in with it's fine it's just the kraut itself is where i have hmm. i don't know i don't know why but i feel like sauerkraut and like i don't know if there's that many different ways to like do it but i feel like sauerkraut could be like a coleslaw thing where like sometimes people have coleslaw and they're like that's my shit and then like people just make it a different way and you're like ooh, i'm not like a huge oh fan that of totally that. makes sense. I, I wonder I if sauerkraut do doesn't coleslaw. have enough variation where that could be the case as well you'd be like i like some sauerkraut but not this I, kind i don't know i don't think i've really had i think pretty much every sauerkraut i've ever tasted is the same 
I'll stop. Have I'd some bet. been distinctly better? You know, what's no, a high end sauerkraut? Not really. I don't know. <laughs> it's made with made with fancy cabbage. I don't like. I don't know. <laughs> my, I guess my next thing is, uh, is Polish food the worst food out there? Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Uh no, it's not because I have pierogies in my freezer like nonstop. And I, I really mean, like yeah, pierogies are good, but I feel like Polish in general is probably. And I was just came to the thought of this. It's like probably the most boring food out there. That sounds like a guy who doesn't like sauerkraut. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, doesn't like sauerkraut or sausage. Like, come are on, you man. seriously? I like out the sausage. Any other country besides the UK for most boring food? Like, well, no, I mean, even the UK's got like curry like and shit. But like, tiki masala. But like, uh, yeah, it's like all cabbage, and it's not. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lean hard on Polish. Might be have the worst food. And I like, know, I guess man. maybe not worst, but like most boring food. <laughs> Most boring. Well, it depends. What do you find to be interesting food? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's flavor. They, then you cannot well, be like the UK is such a meme for bland food. Like, how can you I'm, not true. call it the most? But boring there's like just food? it's just potatoes. Yeah, boring. As no. you've already like said, didn't we already like discuss the potato is like the most boring food item? Did, I think cabbage is, can be very boring. I think hard to disagree. I think uh, we got <laughs> the oven. It's very high I potato. Cabbage, like. Plus, it's like we have like what pork chops here. Are you no, saying pork I, chops are bad? Pork chops oh, rule. Pork chops no, and apple chops are disgusting. Hold no, on, hold on. Fairly no. strong. I will say it is hard to find a real good pork chop. It's eat like a lot of places you go, chop. you get a pork chop and it's dry as shit. Yeah, just make one at home. It's no, easy. but that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying if I were to go out, I would have to walk a very short distance to find a place that's like this is this prepared the steak very well. I'd probably have mm-hmm. to walk further and look longer to find a place who made like right off the rip a good pork chop. Well, yeah, it's like it's that a less common. Good. It's a less commonly ordered thing, so it's less common that people would go out of their way to perfect it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, don't make it yeah, suck, food though, Just make it at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's ultimately it's the fault of the person cooking it. Like, cook a, <laughs> cook a pork chop. Make it tasty. Pork chops are good. Yeah. I'm going to yeah, go yeah. buy some fucking pork chops at the grocery store tomorrow. Ugh. I literally yeah. am, actually. It sounds so good. <laughs> I think it's... No, I hate pork chops. They're all right for me. It's the same. I'm the same. I'm the same. There goes his you, internet. Yeah, did also, you catch any of that, James? <laughs> yeah, I caught a little bit of it. He's getting a little well, digital. That I'll agree said, with whatever he said. This guy is talking oh, a big game against pork chops, but he did really enjoy that Parmesan encrusted pork, whatever we had. Pork, <laughs> pork chop are completely different. I mean, I feel like a pork chop different. can ascend. They're pretty similar. Pork loin preparation. No, if it's shape. prepared, yeah, correctly. Yeah. yeah. I, I disagree. God. Okay, we're gonna do a blind taste test. I'll cook a pork tenderloin and a pork chop, and you'll tell me which one's which. <laughs> oh, the dry one will be the pork chop. I don't think that's correct. I'll sign up for a blind taste test, even though I don't need to be. You just want to. Like, you just I, want me I'm to cook just trying to get the 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 Fogo de West. You know, like I want I want table side service from West with a bunch of different cuts of meat at, serving. You us. want as they as they called it at Fogo de Chao the meat experience. Yeah. Yeah, the right. meat experience. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, 
Dude, yeah. I mean, if we ever get around to doing Friendsgiving and stop just actually talking about it, maybe I'll make pork tender. You have, and that'll be yeah, a big literally every day I hear something about you're like, I'll do that for Friendsgiving. And I'm like, if I don't get an invitation to this magical Friendsgiving I keep hearing about. Well, I'm doing the, I'm, I mean, all right. Let's yeah. uh, let's do like it. At you, it house. sounds like you are going to be organizing this, and I'll be more than happy yeah. to bring a subpar dish or right. mixed drinks in math. You know, like a yeah. mass thing of drinks. But I guess, I guess I am in charge of organizing that. It will. Uh, yeah, it'll mean, probably like, be after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. The, yeah. Well, we can do. We can do a big. Time. We can do a big Christmas. Oh hell yeah! Let's do that. That'll be fun. Now. What's the best Christmas dish? Oh, eggnog. <laughs> I oh my god, I do love eggnog. I actually <laughs> yes. saw some in the store not that long ago, and it was eggnog uh, is so. I've said it, it was before very on hard this podcast. for me not to get it. I've said it before on this podcast. Eggnog is like the best holiday drink. I would drink it year round if I could find it in stores. You it's can. It's so though. good. I There's can't. Like, I've never. I've never dude, seen it. Dude, I once. It was a Good weird experience. Section. I swear to In God, July? I opened up a carton of eggnog in like June, and I was like, "That's crazy. This is kind of weird." <laughs> That's unheard I'm of. I'm pretty sure Southern Comfort, like, go to like you know, because yeah. partially for you know, they're also selling alcohol that would well be paired yeah. with it. I'm pretty sure it's there all year. You just have to find it. Like, it's not, oh. you know, there's not like a wall of eggnog, like seasonally, I'll... but like, it'll be there, you know? Right. I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to scour the shelves for it. My mom has already started making her, uh, or I think like last month she started making her Christmas puddings. Mm. Figgy like pudding? A, yeah, figgy pudding, like a, the British thing where you like let it sit for a long time. Pudding. Well, you can. My mom made three of them. What is figgy pudding? They're good. It's like I don't really understand what it is. I've never really bothered to got learn figs how to in it. it. <laughs> yeah, and I know it it's like would be, it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would have figs. Well, yeah, it's like an old timey thing. Yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's like been in the school. songs for a while. So yeah, they and were just ahead of their it, time. <laughs> you have to soak it in brandy for like a ridiculously long time, and then right before you serve it, you light it on fire. That sounds fun. Oh. It's really sick. <laughs> it's super duper cool. I could try lighting myself on fire and rolling like a flaming drink in a shaker tin but i'd probably die i will record that because i want to see that it sounds very entertaining uh <laughs> went to my local grocery store the other day just swung by to grab some bread and some lemons they had a frozen goose they were selling geese like you could buy one like you'd buy a turkey they were five dollars a pound Ooh, did you get one Ooh. No, because the smallest one they had was 12 pounds and i'm not oh. going to spend 60 dollars on a goose when bailey could just shoot one well, this. obviously you can't <laughs> because I got no goose right now. <laughs> oh, I tried. Goose. I did try, but just, like there were so many. How you, you did your best? <laughs> Have you guys had fruit cake before? Um, not like in recent I years. I have had it certainly at some point. I think I I've had it once. So. I think it was now a that terrible you experience. It, I know, like old. Christmas movies always clown on. It's always a meme, gross, like someone but... brings like a bad fruit. Yeah, so I feel drop like I've it on the ground and it just like has You know, it hasn't reinvented the wheeler. It's not like, oh, this is so amazing. I don't think I've ever had like an amazing fruit cake, but it hasn't been like offensive to me. <laughs> oh, also, everybody listening, uh, thank you for joining us for our Christmas episode. I know it's two months away still, but <laughs> it's just a little teaser of things well, to dude, come. They're already playing Mariah, so you might as well just hop uh, on. I know they are. Well, she doesn't have anything else going on, does she? She's got like I the one no song, idea. right? 
I have no idea. Well, I don't know. No, I mean, she's well, definitely well-known for other than... Well, yeah, of so. course. If if Mariah Carey is known for anything besides that one Christmas song, uh, send us an email at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast.gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know. Wrong. I'm not going to read them, but... No. <laughs> no, I'll read them. I check the email, like, pretty much every single day. True artist. I think, I think we should do, like, a non-traditional... Um... Christmas food. I think it'd be fun. Turducken. For what? Are... Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Turducken. That's what you gotta cook, Wes. For Ooh, Christmas. Turducken. Turducken. And then, yeah. like, put a fish somewhere, oh. too, so we can what? everyone has some. Because <laughs> some people the thing are pescatarian. <laughs> oh my god. I could just. Ooh. What if we get, like, a big whole fish and roast a huge. <laughs> Let's buy a. Like Three thousand dollar tuna or whatever, well, just the whole no, ass tuna. I'm not I'll saying like one bluefin, please. Yeah. I'm saying get like I'm saying get like a Best whole side of salmon. How how much is like how much is a whole tuna? Like one whole tuna. A whole you can't order like an entire tuna in the U.S. Like that's so so hard to do, especially Why? in Michigan. Why can't I get a whole tuna? Okay, well hold I thought on. Thought this Let was an provider. Oh, he has to look it up. I thought he knew this knowledge because he was the industry. No, expert. I didn't do much ordering when I was there. He's gonna go on like Google and be like, "Yeah, do you want a full tuna? When, where, where do you want it? I get there tomorrow." <laughs> He'd be like, "Well, it's actually not that hard." No, I'm going to the the seafood provider that I used to use at the that we used at the sushi place to see. Dude, I know we're gonna get a whole uh fish for a meal size though. That red snapper at that. Uh, I was just about to suggest a snapper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's more what I was thinking is a snapper or like. Uh, Costco sells whole Branzino. You can get like a four pack of whole Branzino. I don't even know what the Branzino is. No, never heard of her. <laughs> it's like a, it's, I don't know. It's just childish. You can cook up. It's like, <laughs> God. <laughs> Tux. I hate doing this show. No, but it's, <laughs> it's the kind of fish when you see people like cooking a whole fish on a grill, like in a show or something. Like that's a that's, that's a Branzino. A Branzino. <laughs> they say it's like a black it's like sea bass. Yeah, it's like a super commonly cooked like it's a super common fish to cook whole. Mm. Mm. Why didn't you say so? so? Well, I did. <laughs> did you find out how Kinda. much a whole ass tuna is? No, I can't find it on their website. Isn't so. it like thousands of dollars? Like because they're big, they're big motherfuckers. Yeah. Let me just Google how much does a whole because i'm pretty sure i've seen those like clips of videos where it's like this sushi chef is preparing like one giant chunk of a tuna and this chunk is like five thousand dollars or something stupid live retail prices what (laughs) wholesale price i'm looking at wholesale price (laughs) i don't want them live i want wholesale i want them wholesale yeah i have no idea okay so here we go usually it's about 20 to 40 dollars per pound but if you're getting like the really good stuff from Japan, you can pay like at least two hundred a pound. All right, what's the average weight of that? Like they're big though. Like they're big, so that is like How several thousand big? dollars. Seven hundred pounds, minimum. A tuna is. minimum. Okay. How big pounds. a tuna is? The Western Atlantic stock, which has a maximum length of. 13 feet and weighs 2,000 pounds. It li- weighs a literal ton. It weighs, oh my god, it's like the size of two guys. Like, it's huge. <laughs> that must be, like, one of the crazy big ones. I was gonna say, that one sounds like 
Oh yeah, Atlantic Bluefin. Large. Yeah, Atlantic Bluefin are like five hundred ish pounds. Oh, Bailey okay. was pretty All much right. right on the money, actually. All right, yeah, I respect it, dude. All I know right, my so tuna. We pay. Yeah. All right, what did we say? We just said five to seven hundred pounds, and you said two hundred dollars. <laughs> if you're getting that's if you're getting the in season really nice stuff from All Japan, right, well, maybe it can go for up they to got like a discount. <laughs> it says that a lot of it goes for twenty to forty dollars a pound, so. We buy a whole tuna at twenty dollars a pound to get the real cheap shitty knockoff tuna. That's like only fourteen hundred bucks. Only all right, fourteen hundred bucks. Only problem, and it's gonna take three of us to carry that bitch. That'll take more than three of us probably. The sucker no, is thirteen no, no, no. We're feet all, we're, long. No, we're well. Listen, nah, if it weighs get a forklift. Fork, if it weighs, weighs seven hundred pounds, we should all be good for like two fifty ish. We'll get a fork. I'm not good for two fifty ish. We'll get yeah, a forklift. You are. You're fine. You're a big boy. I am not. I'm oh, built you, like Gumby. You, you didn't want back problems after? <laughs> oh, I've already. I've got plenty of them, dude. I sit oh, here like this all day. You didn't want to. <laughs> you didn't want to. On my computer. You didn't want a hernia as well with a, a nice dinner. No, I'm. <laughs> you know, I really have been meaning on my to do list right here. One of my things on my to do list is slip a disc. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, um. That'd be no. What, what determines what kind of like why I'm assuming it's something to do with like the structure of the bones or the size of the bones like why are some fish prepared like whole like you can buy a whole fish cooked and other fish they don't really like serve them that way i mean it is mostly like i don't know because at a, at a certain point like you have to treat different types of fish differently like it's the same as like why don't you cook a duck breast the same way you do a chicken breast you know what I mean? Like, it's just a different type of meat. Like, comparing a piece of bluefin tuna to, um, I don't know, like a snapper. Like, it's a totally different kind of thing. Right, but I mean, like, I'm not talking about, you know, like a snapper is like, I can put a, a whole snapper on my plate, not like, you know, a giant tuna. I'm just saying, like, why, like, I don't always see, you know, I, I feel like I've never seen a place that's just like, here's a whole cooked salmon, like, whole fish, and we cooked it, and now, like, that's how we serve it here. It's always like a filet oh, or probably. something. Yeah, I mean, probably because they'd make more money by breaking it down and using it for a whole bunch of different stuff. They'd hmm. probably sell it faster. Like, how many people do you think are going to buy a whole cooked salmon? Yeah, I don't know. That's what I, I was mean. That whole snapper I have is pretty yeah. good. <laughs> well, yeah, but like you said, like a snapper's going to fit on your plate. A salmon's going to be like, what, like this? Like, <laughs> oh, dude, no, 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 you're, you're focusing too much on like the salmon. That was just the fish I could think of. Like, I'm sure right, there's just like, like, like sized fish. Just comparatively to like a perch and a snapper, a little more relative. You don't see perch cooked whole. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like fish of comparable sizes. Why are they not just traditionally like sold that way? Besides obvious like cultural things or whatever. I'm sure some cultures are used to like cooking whole fish and stuff. It's more common, but I don't know if there's sure. any like types of fish or like species of fish that aren't served that way for any particular yeah, I got, reason. I got no idea. Maybe perch got too many. The only thing I can think of is like eating a perch whole. Maybe it doesn't taste as good, but that doesn't really make much sense. I have no idea. I don't know. I literally don't know. If anybody knows the answer to if that, someone send knows us an a email. Professional chef I'm actually kind of curious. That has wow. the forbidden knowledge. Yeah, right. Know. Get a, get somebody on the horn. Maybe I'll West text some of my friends. Learned. I'm gonna be educated. Yeah. Maybe I should go back to college. <laughs> go open up that food truck. Oh, speaking of food trucks, oh. holy moly! Uh, before this is actually funny. Before we went to Fuko. 
Kaylee and Brandon were hungry like two hours before, so they went to a Mexican like street truck instead of just waiting. So which like Brandon got like the enchilada dinner and stuff, <laughs> yeah, and then went and ate all you can eat steak yeah. after. Yeah, but he looked at me, he goes, "You know, dude, I'm a trash, I'm a garbage can. I can house it." And I was like, "Whatever." And he did dude. house it. And then I was like, "I just don't want your experience ruined by you eating before." But anyways, <laughs> uh, I uh, I didn't eat because you know I wanted the full right. Win. I actually didn't eat that whole day in Telfugo because I wanted the best experience possible. <laughs> wow. But I anyways, warmed up in the morning, but the uh the I had the best horchata I've ever had in my entire life. Do you guys like Ooh. horchata? Absolutely. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had horchata. It came in like a big gulp glass, like Hell styrofoam. Yeah. It was huge and it was more it was way better than ct crunch milk that i it was it was more of like cinnamon it was more of a cinnamon roll versus like ct crunch milk um, interesting flavor wise it was so good it was so 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 good it's That's on cool. a it's this place on of cedar street in lansing uh mm -hmm. it's in the parking lot of a dicker and deal have you guys do you know what those are i don't know what that is it's I, basically I know that yeah, yeah it's is a re repurposed store in a sense where like they just like will like buy a bunch of like random stuff and essentially oh, okay. and resell it. It's kind of like an auction in a sense, but sure, uh, sure. But in the parking lot, they have like one of the best Mexican food trucks I've ever like sat at, and I was like, it's pretty cool. Wow. Oh, uh, Wes, here's another hmm. question, but since on the topic of Mexican food, I oh, went, boy. we went, I went to a Mexican dinner the other night, and um, at a uh, just a Mexican restaurant. Mm -hmm. would you say it's a bad sign at a mexican restaurant if uh the fajitas don't come out sizzling no i don't think that's a bad <laughs> sign at all <laughs> that's that, it gave me a bad indication when my fajita didn't come out sizzling no man the reason they the reason they come out sizzling is because right before they leave the kitchen the server takes a big like squeeze bottle full of water and sprays a bunch of water into the bottom of that little cast iron interesting they probably just didn't do it they definitely didn't do it. And yeah, I was, like, I was honestly, I was cool, really disappointed. I was really disappointed, but um, yeah. Also, I didn't, I didn't really care for too much about their food either. So, well, there you but go. also, but also, so I'm like John, who doesn't uh like a lot of Mexican food though. So, but I did have their horchata too, and their horchata was okay. You know, it'd be interesting, right? When you started talking about Mexican food, I was thinking about it. So John, I've had you know we talked to John before, and I've been like, oh yeah, like you don't like any Mexican food. He's like, no. He's like, it must just be like the spices, like the core mix mm -hmm. of spices that are like frequently perpetuated throughout like all of the cooking. I wonder, I wonder if it is the whole like collection of spices, or do you think we could like it would probably take a long time because it's trying to test all these spices and figure out which one it is remove like you know a, a like one spice at a yeah. time from like a traditional mix to see if there's okay. one thing that could be like adjusted that would change it but because, i wonder like, if it's not just like cohesively or if it'd I, be too destructive to to do that i would put money on it that cumin is the one he doesn't like it's that's what uh, it's i was thinking for, too. it's probably for me too because like the uh just like those old paso or old paso to, old el paso uh, yeah, yeah those packets yeah. you get like just for your traditional like ground white people taco bell. night <laughs> yeah like i yeah. hate no, i taco bell hate those seasons it's the same thing season. like I yeah i don't that. like i don't like prepackaged ones just because the i don't have as much control over the actual flavor of it i feel but yeah 
Plus, I like I mean, cumin. I don't know. I'm, I'm don't a big fan. I like a lot of cumin in my, my Mexican food. I wonder if we... But that's, like, such... That has to be, like, the backbone of the spices, though, right? Like, so, like... It's, like, probably it, cumin and chili powder. Is it gonna be recognizably, like, Mexican mm, food? It might be chili powder. It? I think mine... It, it might be the chili powder. I don't powder know. Is what bothers me, I think. Maybe. I mean, that's totally fair. Like, chili powder... Yeah, I don't know. It, those are the two that I would guess are most likely. Would be cumin or chili powder. Hmm. Hmm. The only reason I think it's cumin is because my mom also does not like cumin. So I guess I, know... I have to try cumin by itself to see if. It... Well, chili powder is oh, in all kinds of other foods, though, right? Like tons of stuff. Yeah. Shouldn't like chili powder probably be common in like Asian food and stuff too? Like I would imagine. Not, fairly not, not necessarily. No? Well, they have no, different. But... I guess they do have different sources of like spice. Yeah. Stuff. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, just have him eat a big spoonful of cumin. I mean, just, like, Can see... we make? A true Mexican meal without cumin, though, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm sure we could. Yeah, you think we hard. could get? It's, it's like weird though, right? Because like I wonder if like we took one spice out, if it would be recognizably enough, like you know, traditional oh, kind of Mexican totally. cuisine, or if that a would or would not like solve the problem for John. I guess. Yeah, I'm, or I bet you, you really. could. I mean, there's tons of Mexican food that doesn't have cumin in it. You can just omit it from anything. It misses that little something, or honestly, like. Maybe you could replace it with another blend of spices that would kind of accomplish the same thing. Nutmeg jumps to mind because um, I use nutmeg in my Italian food. And it's so good. Like when I make an Alfredo sauce, a little dash of nutmeg in there. Ooh, mm. huh? Interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I <laughs> Bring mean, it, John, totally... to be a guest on this uh, show as we yeah, make right. him try Mexican food with various spices <laughs> removed from it. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, eat a spoonful of dust. Which one do you like better? <laughs> I mean, maybe we make it into something, but oh well. There's this, uh, there's this TikTok show that I watch. Uh, I watch it on YouTube because I don't have TikTok. I'm an old man. Me too. It's okay. But uh, it's called Roll for Sandwich. Have you guys seen this uh, guy? I have. No, I haven't. So I've seen too much of it. So fucking good, dude. He's so excellent. Basically, the whole thing, the whole premise is he has all these lists of ingredients, and he just rolls dice, and it decides what goes on this sandwich. Oh. I told James, you you're telling me yet. about this. I was you're telling you about that because that's so why good. I was doing like those weird sandwiches and stuff. Because that's like, uh, kind of fun. His this season, he's he has something called a wild magic table, which is just like yeah. a random element added. And that table was made by. This is how I found out about it. Is that table was made by uh, some guys who do a podcast that I really like. The guys from My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Um, and one of the punishments on it was that the dude had to put a whole tablespoon of cumin on his sandwich. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it came out like last week so he makes this like not terrible sounding kind of weird sandwich and then puts a whole tablespoon of cumin in it <laughs> just ruins it it's very very good oh man, oh, man. we should do something um, like that for like uh the next like maybe mixology i think it could be fun that everybody brings like a uh oh, you could do that with our like our cocktails in a sense like roll the that dice. would be fun <laughs> i can label i can make a list of all the crap i have in my cabinet and just see what happens we'll roll for james's cocktail I, that I would be a fun like, video i feel like the thing with the sandwiches there's a lot more combinations that would like the sandwich will have a higher success rate than a successful drink i think <laughs> yeah because oh, you're gonna get something that's done. like we, you're yeah, gonna, oh, like, like gin vermouth 
creme de yeah. banana. Depending like, on how we set it up to, I would have to break it into like categories. So it had to be like this is like the spirit category, or this yeah. would be like the you know the the acid or the sugar or what like I'd have to break it down because I could just very much end up with something that's just like a bunch of different random alcohols that doesn't really actually make you know a drink per se. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah, I, I I'm not against it though. Maybe we should. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> okay. Edit that out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say maybe uh, we should roll dice to randomize our Christmas dinner that we make, and then I was like, that's kind of, I don't know. How is a turducken uh, not random enough for you? Because we then also uh, we whatever fish you said in the middle of it, <laughs> Branzino. Yeah, I'm Branzino not making it. The... <laughs> I yeah. won't make a turducken. I'd rather die. It has so much potential, though. No, it doesn't. It's got a lot of potential to be nasty. I don't want to make a turducken. I don't see how it could be that bad. An animal died for me to eat it. I'm not going to dishonor it by stuffing no, it inside of another died animal. for you to eat this turducken. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. I just, it sounds like a lot of work, and I don't want to, it'll be gross, because everything Shove cooks the thing in the other thing, and then cook it. I don't know. It's a little, there's a little more of an art to it than that. <laughs> I don't know, man. That sounds like that's all it is to me. I saw one where somebody put an octopus inside of a turkey. So it looked like all the tentacles were coming out of the turkey. Oh, <laughs> really? Wow. It's like, why the fuck would you make that? <laughs> I wouldn't think I'm those were together, together whatsoever. No. To make oh, James. You, yeah. uh, you need to tell us about your mystery juice or whatever that you made. Oh! Oh! Well, actually, Wes had some of that, too. <laughs> oh, really? He did have some also. Well, let's hear mm -hmm. the review. Got a big, tall glass of it. All right. Well, for me, at least, it's not... It's it's honestly better than the sum of, like, its ingredients. It shouldn't be as good as it, as it is. I don't think it's, like, perfect. It's kind of like, you know, back back in school or something, you'd have some jungle juice going, and it would, like, have just a bunch of alcohol in it and a lot of other random juice and stuff. It is it's kind not of bad, juice, though. Yeah. It's really I, not that bad, though. I quite enjoyed it, actually. It was kind of like a tart cherry lemonade liqueur. <laughs> well, that's the limoncello. It looked. It sounds like the limoncello worked out just fine. It wasn't bad. Well, it was from what I like remember, I put... What, that, what all did I put? I put just in a, a good stuff. chunk of this, like, cherry brandy that I have. And, like, I don't know, like... I've tried that and a couple other things. It has an interesting aftertaste. And I was like, yeah, yeah, dump yeah. a decent chunk of that in there. Got rid of the limoncello. Forget about it. Like, I was like, I have 75% of this limoncello bottle. It's all going in. I don't care. It, it's got to get out of here. Um, I think I put some bourbon in there, like a little bit of bourbon. And then it was like apple cider, probably some orange juice. I, I threw a, a caramel apple sour beer in there. Oh my God, I did not and know all this stuff a, was in there. And a pear uh, uh, cider in there, I think. Sounds I think that terrible. was most of it. And maybe some changes. He made it, it in his rough. sleep. And then, like, it actually, no, it was actually not that bad. I made the syrup with. It, it really isn't that bad. No, I said, hey, listen, nice. I have some. Like, you can, you can, you're welcome to try it. Wes I think you really should. likes it. I think it's quite good, actually. I'm <laughs> and a fan. I think it's, it's honestly not bad. Like, I could bring not that the kind of thing that I would drink it. Yeah, it's not the kind of thing that I'd go out of my way to make for myself, but. No. Since what? it was offered to me and I got, I got the chance to try it, I'm glad Listen, I did. If you're at home and you're disappointed with Limoncello like I am, <laughs> dump it Make into a jug of a bunch of other it. stuff and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> for food safety reasons, please don't. What are you talking about? It's fine. I don't want to get sued for somebody poisoning themselves. 
it's alcohol. You're already poisoning yourself. Oh yeah, true. You're already drinking poison. Yeah, Fuck it. go for it. Literally, you know. <laughs> yeah, all those bottles under the sink. Throw some of them in there too. Who cares? <laughs> Couple Tide Pods. God, I wish I could. I wish somebody just made a candy that looked like Tide Pods. I want to eat a Tide Pod so bad. I, I mean... know the whole thing's played out, and I know it already happened and came yeah. and went. And I'm missing the moment. But I'm man. 90% sure I've seen, because you know those people that make those like hyper-realistic cakes. Yeah. I'm almost certain someone has made like a Tide Pod that you can it. actually eat. Every time, I, you know, I never would have thought about it before. And then all those teenagers went and did that and got their, their stomach pumps. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, that's stupid. Why would you ever eat a Tide Pod? And now every single time I do my laundry, I'm like, yeah, I kind of get it. <laughs> I get it a little bit. I'm not going to oh do it because I'm an God. adult and I'm not stupid, but <laughs> there I understand. Is, it's called the gummy bear, gummybearguy.com. This dude clearly just makes these in his basement. And <laughs> it's, it, it's like gummies that look like tie pods and it's. He mails them in an envelope. <laughs> well, dude, it's fun. Here, direct me... to your front door. Let me copy. Let me send this to you guys. Because I mean, surely all you do is you take a Tide Pod, you make like a little mold of the Tide Pod, and then you make like a Jello shot in it. Boom. Yeah, okay, those actually funny. look a lot. Yeah, like but look. But it looks like he's wearing his latex <laughs> gloves on in his basement. Yeah, it looks like he made them in his, in his kitchen. You can get two of them for eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. Yeah, they're banned on Amazon apparently, probably <laughs> because they look like a fucking Tide Pod, dude. Oh my god. The question is um, is there a chance that it's literally just a Tide Pod that just like get baited? <laughs> it doesn't look that much like a Tide Pod. It looks wet. <laughs> it does look Well, it probably is shiny. Wet. It's actually like gummy. But so are the Tide Pods. The Tide Pods are shiny. No, but it oh, looks yeah. like there's like water. If you like click on the link and they go to it, it looks like there's like water on it. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Tide Pods, kids. Yeah, please don't eat a Tide Pod. Please don't drink the bottles under your sink. I know you're smart enough not to do that. Stop doing TikTok challenges. <laughs> Stop doing TikTok. Stop doing TikTok. <laughs> In general. And just full stop. period. Bailey's yeah. doing TikTok right now. He can't even finish the recording of this show. He's staring at his phone. I'm uh, playing with he's... the money. This. Oh, he's playing with a money clip. Mm. It's better. Likely story. Likely story. <laughs> I think... It's a plastic <laughs> Well, Anyways, let's bored. end I on think that. That's, yeah. Let's just end on this. <laughs> we'll end on this um, quick turnaround today. Um, thank you for listening to another amazing episode. And uh, yeah, find us on all our socials Instagram, Twitter, and then be sure to email us at dinnerforbreakfastpodcast at gmail.com. Anything uh, yeah, thanks. Me? Thanks to Alexander Hume for the use of our theme song, Steak and Eggs. Uh, you can find his stuff on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks go for joining a, us again, guys. Go get a go to a churrasco place. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Go eat Brazilian barbecue and get a creme brulee. It was fantastic. So, I highly recommend. It. All right, toodles. Bye bye. <laughs>